All right. Sunday night. As we record, the venue, Suncorp Stadium, could be Townsville. Uh, high 20s it's going to be. This is what Sydney is used to, actually. Grand final day or grand final night, 6.30 start Brisbane time. So, sun won't have gone down for too long. So, it's going to be warm. Mm. That, uh, this is what I'm saying to you. Penrith sixty-eight. South Sydney two twenty-five. Now, Joel, uh, do you actually have a good feel for this game? I know you're all in on Penrith. You've been that way, yeah. but it, but I I really struggle to get my head around how this is going to go. I was very confident about South putting a score on last week and the other game being tight and low scoring. Yeah. I was so confident. No, if I'm honest, I um, I was super confident last week, more so than this week. Yeah. yeah. A few the, the positives for Penrith of this. So I look back the history of the game, and the champion playmakers they all win comps, and they'll never get a better chance. And and I think about this. I think well, why they didn't win it last year, but they flashed home in the second half. Uh, maybe the occasion got to them, and they didn't have this X factor in Matt Burton. He's in the side. So there's some of the positives. The negatives, you know, Wayne Bennett. I'm scared of. I'm scared of Cody Walker having a day out. Mm-hmm. I'm scared of. Uh, the fact they're a bit battered and bruised. That's I think that to me is the factor, Sean, is that they've shown you in the last three weeks they have steel that perhaps they didn't, or two weeks, they've got steel that they mightn't have had last year. And that's what scarring does. And that's what a little bit of experience does. But it was hot last week in Brisbane. It's going to be hot again. And they had to go the distance. That was a bruising encounter against Melbourne and... That's my fear if I'm on Penrith is, are they going to be able to go the distance? The bruising factor and the heat doesn't worry me. It's more the actual injuries. The the other thing is, Sean, I mentioned this last week, in games Nathan Cleary has played, which is over 20 now, including for New South Wales, the teams he plays in averages conceding less than eight Mm -hmm. points a game. And it's not his tackling, it's where he's putting the ball with the kicks and how he marshals the troops around. So... For that makes me very confident. I, I think the Panthers, but yeah, I haven't got a I haven't got a strong view yet. Now we opened this game at minus four and a half. Penrith South got back straight away, yeah. so I think we had three and a half on the screen. It might be two and a half now. Odd number doesn't really mean much, but they're out to a dollar sixty eight. South with a tick over two thirds of the money, so all the all the early public support is with the bunnies, and I think they'll continue to firm. Is that now, a price thing? Uh, no, I think it's just a South Sydney thing. Could right. it also be a pure number of fans thing? Is that play a part? Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of there's a lot of factors that can come into the public weight of money and their opinion. You've got Wayne Bennett factors a huge one. Yeah. Um, Benji fairy tale Reynolds last game. People get sucked into that stuff. I'd I'd expect them to keep getting backed and probably keep firming. And then I think Penrith might get. Back plate. I think I'm, I wouldn't have a bet right now, but I reckon by kickoff, I can probably see myself being on Penrith if they get out to mm. a big enough price, which early way to money suggesting they will. Um, what were you saying uh, about two thirds of the money on South? Two thirds on Bunnies head to head. Right. Line split right down the middle. Yep. Both uh, coin and bet count. So they can't really find an angle there. And the, the new Clive Churchill book that we've opened, we've had it up all year, but we've opened a new one just for the grand final. Cleary, 45% of the money mm. is on him alone. And he's short. He's at quarterback prices, isn't he? Almost. Just about four bucks. Well, yeah. uh, hey, that was another thing we talked you into, hopefully. Cleary last week at $9. That's we right. said it's fat. It's it value. Um, 
and let's have, in fact have a look at the Clive Churchill uh, medal winner. And here's the sum that we've picked out. Well, these are the top six. Um, There's not 41 bucks about Yo anymore that we no, can keep, is there? No. Or Cam Murray. Yeah. How, how quickly they went in. Now, I have a theory, and I, I don't have any justification for this, but I do believe finals form does count in Clive Churchill betting and that those Australian selectors yep. who, are, who we know they love the way Murray and Yo plays. I said Murray last week, but Yo as well. Murray's had a barnstorming finals. Mm. Yo is typically good. So I think there's a bit of currency there coming into the game. Damian Cook was superb last week. I'm not sure Penrith are going to allow him to wheel and deal. I can't. I couldn't bring myself to back Cleary just at four dollars. I couldn't do it. But I've got to say, if Penrith's a dollar sixty-eight mm-hmm. and he's four dollars, yep, it's probably good value. Yeah. I can. I, I can. I can make an argument that he's shorter than. I can get him shorter than four dollars and making a bet. And one bloke that I definitely can make shorter is Cody Walker. I've, you go through that South team, and I well, probably spent too much on it yesterday going yes. through the, the Clive percentages and and how how we try and do it is just work out what percentage each player is of winning it assuming that their team's won the game yes how many times they win it out of 100 multiplied by the team's price to win so what have you got if South won it assuming if 100% of the time went to the winning team yep what do you have Cody Walker at Uh, what 30 odd percent or more uh, more More. really more really like you look at some of that and this is you you can it's very hard to get well, not not very hard, but the market doesn't tend to get the favourites short enough in these in these markets. You look at some of the players like how does Campbell Graham win it? How does Paulo win it? Yeah, to, you're to right. Tola, Mark Nichols. But and, even to answer at, it this way mm. is if you went through the Dally M's, how often? Well, exactly. How many of Penrith wins did Cleary get the three? Exactly. How many of South and, wins and did likewise. Cody Walker get the three? Mm. That's I've, true. I've got them off very similar marks in terms of the percentage that they take up for for their respective teams. Mm. Um, and I'm yeah, I make Cleary a very small bet. I make you're right, Cody you know. Walker a definite bet. You know, but it's tricky because you I'm, know you're right. There's not many that can actually win this for South. Genuinely, like if Johnston scores four tries, they're going to be all off Cody Walker. Yeah. So, get big game Dane maybe, but probably not going to do enough out in the centres. Campbell Graham, Campbell Graham's got the ability to. Come up with a try-winning tackle. No, There's no not enough center to... or winger has ever won it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Jackson Paulo's not going to win it. Adam Reynolds could win it on sentimental values, but I don't think controlling a game is going to be enough. Uh, Cook could win it. Murray could certainly win it. Even, even... Oh, like, there, there's probably half a dozen that could win it, and that's it. See, Tavita Totola has been magnificent since coming back. He's not going to win it. Cook, Cookie could win it. Cookie could win it. I've yeah. got Tom Burgess as an outsider. Cookie can. Because he can. He, Cookie can. Cookie can. Yeah. But he, he's short enough in the market now. Like yeah. He's not running the ball anywhere near as what he was two, three years ago when he was winning man of the matches at origin mm. level and whatnot. Um. Whereas Penrith, sorry to... And, and, and there's no Latrell in that market either. Yeah. So but I, I can make a little argument for the rookie fullback. Yes, I, and I, I left him out of my names that can't win it because he can come up with a try assist. And he is a storyline, and storylines yeah. matter. But for Penrith, you've got the $4 favourite. But yet you could, you could... Dylan Edwards could win it. I always, I know it's unlikely. But I agree, he, but he could, he could win it. I agree. Uh, Burton could win it. Toto could win it. I'll be having something on Toto. 
Luai could win it. He's getting back to his best. Um, Coruscant could win it. Fisher Harris could have 200 metres. It's possible. Kickout could win it. Capel has been. Look, Capel, what I'm saying yeah. is, look, there's more chances of Penrith players winning it in a Penrith win than South players in a South win. Would we agree with that? Yes. Okay. Which means you're right, Sean, that Cody Walker at 650 is value, and I suspect he's at 650 to compare to Cleary's four dollars. A, because Penrith are favourites, and B. Walker on the big stage, still there are doubts. Uh, Pope Benedict at Sportsbet, the trader, he, he's got a nice little angle here. He thinks that Capewell's a sneaky chance because if they are to win it, they need to shut down that brutal left side for South Sydney. And, and he's had a tremendous final series as well. I agree. Dylan Edwards at 34 bucks is a bet. Mm. He's an absolute bet because what you know with him, like with Yo, he's going to churn out big numbers. Mm. And if he jags a try and maybe a try saver, he's in the game. Probably had his best game of his career last week, yeah. almost. He was, he was an almost. He's carrying injury as well. That might play into it. Um, don't think he can probably play better than last week, and he wasn't best on then. Mm. You know, it, it's hard to... Like, all those players can win it, but at what price can they win it? No, exactly. Is, I'm not saying that you yeah. should bet him, but mm-hmm. what I'm saying is the Walker price stands yeah. out. He's only going to win if South win. Well, if South win, he must have had a good game. Yeah. So $6.50 all of a sudden doesn't look too bad. All right, give me one selection of roughies or of non-favourites for the Churchill that you'll be having what something What price do on. you want? Oh, uh, 26 and above. Okay. I only want one, and it's Blake Taff. Re- okay. Okay, very good. What's and the, I, th- and I, think, I think we might have Capel at $26 as well. I could make an argument for him too. I will take Toto. I'll take Edwards. At 30, I think Tottles are 34, Edwards are 34. Yeah. All right. Blake Taft potentially kicking goals as well. Got yes. Jeez, you're selling this. Mate, you're like that auctioneer who's on the Saturday Mike, night news. Actually, every- you know what? Tottles a better bet for this reason, right? He's a better bet for this reason because they are human. The Australian selectors are the ones who choose the award, right? And there's a confirmation bias, isn't there? That you want to sort of mm. um, almost back up your own opinion and selections. Toto, if he chooses to play for Australia, would walk into that team, wouldn't he? Oh, look, at, uh, now there's some conspiracy no, no, but No, but it's a human thing. Right. And I also think, conversely, that Appy Coruscant, with his misdemeanours, I think that Won't will play it. a part in a 50-50 call. Do you know, um, I was certain in 2016 that Fafita would be the best player, but I also knew... They were not going to give it. He, he got into trouble, yeah. and he didn't. And Luke Lewis, I feel sorry for Luke Lewis because he was excellent in that game. But it's kind of, it's a Churchill to go, yeah, but Fafita was the best player. Yeah. Yeah. But Lewis was great. And, and Jonathan Thurston in, in 2015. They will, Thurston? Well, Thurston wasn't clear-cut Clive Churchill medalist. In... Mil- Milford. Oh, was, yes, yes, Jake yes. Granville was oh, best. I thought Jake had... Granville was best. I thought yeah. he meant Thurston got in trouble. Um so I and I think that does count that yeah. if a player if if the NRL doesn't want a particular player on stage to make the speech, just take that into account. The hardest one they've ever had to serve out was Glenn Stewart. That was the hardest one from ever, mm. wasn't it? But he put up an irresistible case. Yeah, of course he did. Was that the Warriors game when he chip kicked from his own yes. twenty to set up twenty eleven? So Appy, ha- <laughs> Appy has to have a similar game in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. So take all that in mind. Um, where are we going next? Uh, big win, little win. Um, now, this is the one that would really confuse me, gents. I, I love the grand final theory, Sean, that a team, once they get away, they really get away. And yep. I could see that particularly for Penrith. But uh, 
I don't know here. I really am lost. Where, where, where's the money going and, and what are you fellas like? Money split across the Penrith 1 to 12, Bunnies 1 to 12, and Bunnies 13 plus is all split. And then there's a, a, the worst um, backed is, Pen, is actually Penrith 13 plus, um, which is probably the only one I could be on. I, I, with that Penrith's defence, I know you said when Cleary plays, it's like eight points a game for the whole team. And it's getting lower. At, what have they conceded the last few weeks? Oh, Three tries or something. Eleven point six game uh, points per game they're conceding. Well, How, uh, and last, Bunny's, Bunny's attack yeah. isn't what it is without Latrell in it. Final series they've conceded four tries. Three off kicks. Yeah, one was a fluky bomb off Parramatta. Defense is unbelievable. Yep. Defense is incredible. Mm. Um, and and you know we we sort of South only beat them by six. Did you? South call, played their absolute best. Yeah. Yep. Penrith did not. And it was only a six-point game. That's the thing. I that's the thing that I keep thinking. It, what, what's your that's like one hundred and thirty time form? Oh, well, yes. Once you hit that peak, I think that was South Sydney's peak. Yeah, they weren't at that peak against Manly. They didn't have to be. No. And I'm not sure they can get back up to that. I'm not sure they with Wayne Bennett. You never know, but I'm not sure. And you also learn things from losses. So they pick up stuff from that game. They go, okay, well, we play that again. And and, and junior coaches and all that do the same thing. Dan, you would have called um, Manly versus South? Yes. At 18 points to nil, did you think Manly were gone? Oh, yes. Did you? Oh, absolutely. See, I didn't. No, I, I, that, that first half flattered South. I no, so I thought after 10 minutes, this game's over. They really? were, no, no. Because Manly's forwards weren't making any dent on South. But what Manly did, they completely hung themselves. They never got themselves into the game. But didn't you notice, every time they crossed the half of South Sydney, which Penrith will do repeatedly this this week. Yeah, they look good. They they just about cross the line every time. Yeah, but the point is they weren't getting South were getting into Manly's territory at will. Yeah, but they were, it wasn't necessarily it was from not completing. It was mm. shitty offloads and knock. So when Kepi knocked the ball on the first set, it put him completely off the bit. He goes off the field as well. The, the shots on goal, so to speak, right? They didn't have many shots on goal, Manly, but nearly every time they're up there, they crossed. Penrith will be up there, and I so back to that big win, little win. For that reason, I think the three sixty, I think it was thirteen plus. Yeah, I think I'm on that too. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, convinced it's going to be a blowout, but yeah, that seems. If they get that first try, and and not have that nervous start and and welcome in the game, they might just really blow them away. Well, see, the first try score is interesting because they're both pretty good starters. South. In particular, start hot usually. The game in around 23, remember, they started hot. They led Penrith 12 nil. They came out of the blocks in the finals. Did they score the first against Penrith? I think they no, were on. Pen, Penrith got that fluky bat back. Momorowski. Oh, okay. Uh, but also last year, there was a game where South scored first against Penrith. In the prelim final, they started hot. So let's have a look at some first try scorer markets here. And, and these are the faces you would expect. Um, Johnston, $8.50. I've got to tell you this, gents. I now have a first try scorer stats page in front of me. Johnston's only scored first try twice all yeah. year. Doesn't that surprise you? Brian Tuttle, three times for Penrith. Stephen Crichton, three times. But they've had 11 different first try scorers, Penrith, and South have had 11 different first try scorers. What that suggests, there's value to be found. There is value to be found. But in a grand final... And an origin, those big games, it tends to be Over wingers out wide, yeah. and, and centres, but particularly wingers. I've got some numbers for you, boys, on tries per position. 
per player. So the force is... Oh, this is what you were... Yes. So the fullbacks in 10 years, this is over 10 years. So clearly there's been 20 fullbacks in 10 years. Seven of those fullbacks have scored. A try, not a first try. try but Seven a try. have scored a try. The left winger, 10 of the 20 have scored a try. Really? Eight of the 20 left centres have scored a try. It goes through the floor on the right side. Only six right centres have scored a try. Yes. This is through the floor, this one. Only four right wingers in 10 years have scored a grand final try. Uh, how many left wingers? Both. Ten. There's, there's no, tw- but how many left wingers? You said you left oh, the- 10. 10 of the 20. Ten, 10 on the left, four on the right. So, the so in other words, the left wingers for the last 10 years, if you're a left winger, you're a 50% chance of scoring a try compared to being a 20% chance of scoring as a right winger. Where the value is, and I've, I've transported this into prices, the value, fullbacks, based on those history, the average fullback price should be $2.85. Oh, okay. You're getting an average price of $4.25. Yes. The left center, three dollars thirty is the price you're getting versus two dollars fifty. So that's big Dane, big game Dane and Matt Burton. Gagai and Burton are a bit. Can I make so an... too tough and Edwards. Okay. Can I say this? <laughs> Matt Burton was not the center of the year for the Dally M's. How Joey Manu was overlooked was a disgrace. Mm. A disgrace. I know they put in ju- Justin Olam. I'd have Burton over Olam. No. But Manu should have Manu should have been there. Manu was the center of the year. Yeah. I'd have Olam. I'm not poo pooing Burton. Mm. But, jeez. Uh, oh, well. They got most of it right. Yeah, it's pretty hard to argue. Yeah. I would have had Cam Murray as my lock, uh, but they went with Yo, didn't they? Yeah. But that's, 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 that's 51-49 okay. stuff. Yeah. No, no problem there. Can you get betting back? Can we start to <laughs> – can we get a vault? You know, can yes. we put the votes in a vault? Yes. And we can bet on this bloody thing. People yeah. can't be trusted, right? We've, we've, we know this. But can we at least – It's not that hard. It's, it's not, not that, that hard. hard. No. Anyway, we're, not, we're not getting into Dallium. I, I banned Shug from, from talking about <laughs> it in the foyer, getting the coffees before, so we're not going to go there. Just on the back on the trial scorers, the, the issue for South, and this combination got found out last week against Manly and Moses Soy, Campbell Graham and Paulo on that edge yeah. are susceptible. Yes. And that Penrith left is hot. If Kikau has anywhere near his, his big game with ball in hand and he's... He's likely to, to make an error or two in defence, but um, I can concede that for a big game with ball in hand, they, they could be in big trouble, especially when Benji's on the field as well, mm. on that edge too. It was interesting last week, they once again, South went to the Benji-Reynolds-Walker trio. Mm. Um, but but teams don't tend to expose that the way they probably should. There, there's a defensive liability there to be found. Um, now, you touched on anytime statistics. Let's bring up some anytime Odds, shall we? So, um, anytime uh, try scorers here, uh, kick out three dollars sixty. Now, these are just randoms we pick. This isn't the order. Obviously, your Alex Johnstons, your Brian Tottles, but the staff here have put together just some names. Uh, Shauno, that's yours. Keon Kalal Matangi, eight bucks. You just said uh, that's a name to look out for. Is that mine? Is it? Is it? Is that the name you? Oh, that's Pete. So who did, who's the name you liked, uh, Sean? I said I said Appy. I can see him ah. potentially just ducking out, um, he's, ducking over from dummy. Well, half. he scored in round twenty-three against South, mm. and he murdered and it's some a little, people's it's one a little, to twelve bet. It was a pet play that got uh, Cleary that kick to to Crichton, get Cleary in a dummy half, and away you go. Yes, Jeez, that was clever because what they did there with the setup of that. 
It was two shots on goal. Yep. It was first, Appy have a crack, mm-hmm. right? If that breaks down, Cleary jumps in. It was like him going for a dart was all part of the yeah, Cleary yeah. kick. Yeah, it was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Mm. Uh, who do you like there? What was the name that you picked out? Ah, uh, look, I picked Kickout because the heat map. If you had a heat map of where tries are conceded for South, yeah. there, and you've already touched on this, that right centre position mm-hmm. where Burton's going, where Kickout's going, is diabolical for South. It's yeah. almost forty tries they've conceded there. Yeah, I, I like Capel. It's on the other side, but. Um, I like Capel in big games, and he really does involve he's himself. He's one of those players. He scored six tries this year, so it's not as if he's under 80 minutes. With... Always the yeah. key. Yes. Usually with any times, and it doesn't feel like a big same-game multi-game, this one. Total's been inching down yeah. by the day, and if I, had, if I had to guess one way or the other, it's going to be a bloody low-scoring. Well, event. see, are we certain of that? You are. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I can see this being a 28-18, even though Penrith's defence is magnificent. I can, well, I think I can see this getting out just a little bit. South have to have the same mentality as they did in week one of the finals. They can't, and they won a lot of games throughout the year with the Alex Ferguson mentality. We're just going to score more points here. It doesn't worry. And, mm. it, and it worked for them. But I think with Latrell now out, um, I don't think they've got, that many points in them and certainly not against I just can't get past this record this is something like 50 games now they're conceding less than 12 points a game yeah it, it is it is mental and the other thing is their their attack hasn't been anywhere near it was earlier in the year either no. so they've got their issues in attack I just can't see where South's getting enough points to to get this the only concern would be if Penrith do run away with it late in your defence three of the last 10 only three of the last 10 grand finals have gone over 36 and a half. So yep. they tend to be, Joel, low scoring. Well, because they know the referees are going to want to shine for not being part of it. And they, we, we, they push the friendship, the coaches. Who, who refereed Penrith, Melbourne? Jared Sutton. Who's refereeing the Jared grand Sutton, final? Exactly. They, they know how to work Jerry Sutton over. Now, that doesn't mean Wayne Bennett can't do the same, but Penrith... Got away with murder in the ruck. How slow! It was the slowest I've seen all year. And and you know what? They were, that's beautiful for them that they worked it out in the first five minutes what they could get away with, and they just kept at it all day. I'm surprised Melbourne didn't slow it down just as much. Although they were pretty good. To at be it fair, themselves. to be fair, it, it's it is breaking the rules, the, the teams, but it made for a great game. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, this is what. Just, yeah. Can we just spin back to 2019? Yeah. Just let's. Just, it's, they're the rules that we need, all right? And we can we can fix out slow play the balls and whatnot with penalties. We can fix it. Yeah. That that game and to all the, the these blokes would cancel Christmas if they could. That said that wasn't <laughs> the best half of footy. All Who year. said that? There was a few on Twitter. I won't name names. Mm-hmm. Um, just because oh. there was a few errors. Like errors happen in games of footy. It doesn't make it a, a bad. You game want of errors because if there's no errors, it's just five tackles exactly. kick. Five tackles kick. Yeah. You need errors to uh, get the balance uh, out of whack. A uh, couple of other little things. Halftime, full-time double for those interested in that. 81% of ha- of grand final halftime leaders win. I don't know how that correlates with regular games, but four out of five, if you lead at halftime, you win. 18 of the last 21. Only three second-half comebacks, effectively, in, in 21 years. Do you know those off the top of your head? Probably Cowboys. Manly, uh, Brisbane Cowboys was it was close yeah. sixteen twelve or something something like, like that. Um, Did Roosters come from behind? 
I've got them here. They may I'll have come them. from behind. Oh, here we go. Brisbane uh, led Cowboys 14-12, 2015. I mean, that's hardly a second-half comeback, but... Uh, Storm lead? 2010, Sydney Roosters led 8-6 against the Dragons. Oh, Dragons blew them away in the yeah. second half. And 2004, I was at this game and I was blind drunk. Roosters, Roosters. led Canterbury 13-6. Pinchy kicked the field goal, didn't he? That's right. And we're all at the game going, oh, we need to get that stat, that... that, that um, when a when a when a player kicks a field goal before half time, oh, there is yeah. a theory that teams have a bad losing record when they do that. But uh, Finchie did the right thing. Hasem scored two tries. One was dodgy, and he was <laughs> held up for about half an hour. But yeah. he, they gave it to him. <laughs> Canterbury. There you go. So they're the only three times, and all of those are relatively close at the break. The last. This is. I bring this up every year, and every year I'll have twenty bucks on this. The halftime draw. 1976 was the last halftime draw in a grand yeah. final. Isn't that ridiculous? 10 all at halftime Four, this game two weeks ago. T- oh, can I say this? Extra, that what you will. extra time, $17 for this Ooh. game. Seven. I know we all fear Penrith might run away with it. If it went to extra time, who do you want to break the game at that stage? Like, Daily Cherry Evans is a master in that scenario. Do you want Just Reynolds? Just on that, I was, pretty, I was, I was vindicated with my... Um, Daily Ice Veins, Cherry Evans, wasn't I? Yeah. Had a bit of a mare last week. Yeah, he did. He had a mare of final series. Mm. Well, it, Cherry Evans is uh, useless is too strong a word, but if his forwards don't do anything for him, what can he do? But he overplays his hand sometimes. Yeah. That's where Cleary... So you just got to get up that other end and let Turbo do his magic for him, I think. But anyway, it's easy to say now. No, it's a, they made the top four. I think too, so he had something to do with it. Okay, it was Turbo's team, but he might have had something to do with this. Um, and, oh, by the way, there's a market I love. Love. I found it last night. The first <laughs> try scorer, Clive Churchill, yeah. double. Just, that's like Christmas. If you can... I've got Toto and Johnston into um, some of my Churchill winners. You can pay the house off with. You can uh, collect <laughs> on that. Anyway, um, uh, let's take a break and we'll come back with our grand final best bets. Don't miss Sportsbet's new Bet With Mates. Start your group, bet together, and share in the moment. Bet With Mates, new from Sportsbet. Welcome back, and in further proof that Kane and Ormerod are taking over the show, I came up with an idea over the weekend. I said, let's get celebrities on for guest tips, right? It takes a bit of work to do that. Um, But I've lost your black book. With the tobacco smell, you knew about the tobacco smell. You could roll it up and smoke it. But here's here's the point. Here's the point. I put out that idea. Now, the reason I put out that idea was because then you can put them in on a tweet at them Mm. and then they can retweet it. Because, see, my idea at Sportsbed is that we should should have our – we should – successful. (laughs) We should have our – you should take some hints. We should should, – you know, we should be talking about our best bets and that's how people – well, the people at Sportsbed don't tweet that on our behalf. That's okay. That's their call. So I thought let's get celebrities to to, – we'll get them on the show. We'll say they're on the show. They'll retweet. Mm. We'll get more listeners. When did you send this idea? I reckon Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. 
Might have been Saturday afternoon. I was yeah, we a, might. Few, a few sheets to the witch. Well, been, hang on, and then I said, have been in the and spa. then I said, yeah. thanks. For, oh, thanks for uh, thanks for all jumping in at once. Oh, oh, you got very precious, didn't you? And then Joel's gone. Oh. <laughs> Two hours after, and then Joel's gone. Oh, I love the idea. Yeah. Well, the idea's gone nowhere. But in true Kane and Ormerod fashion, we've got yeah. somebody. Yeah. What is this? It's like the octopus. Remember the uh, what World octopus? Cup soccer. That's what we're going to do. Right, so we're drawing names out of it. No, we're drawing no, no, things no, no, out no. of you're a gonna, hat here. You're going to draw out the winning margin, Dan. Just this better be one. bloody good. Just okay. choose one. Right, okay. This is yeah, great don't reveal radio. Fascinating. Fascinating. Okay. fascinating radio. Fascinating. No, it's not fascinating. <laughs> we'll be fascinating if it lands. Tell me when to stop, Shawnee. Stop. No, give me a count three. One. Three, two, one. Stop. Right, righto. Okay. The team has won by how many, Dan? 20. No, you're in trouble. No, you're in trouble. Worst possible result. (laughs) I was cheering so hard with Penrith. You can have. I'll be having a dollar on that just in case. No, we're not doing one more. That's it. That was a stupid segment. Well, they cut up (laughs) that paper for that. You made Well, mate. You know what we're going to (laughs) do? I'm going to have a dollar on that just in case it all goes pear shaped. But the staff is all going to pick one, and Sean. Kane and Ganane are all going to put five dollars. Yeah, on we'll for do that. Them each. Yes. As our thank you okay. to them. I was going to say let's take them to lunch, but we're Sydney. We're probably never ever getting out of lockdown, <laughs> so that's better. Um, best bets, please. Uh, and before we get your best bets, we better play the official opener. Unbelievable. How long did you make poor old Sue's <laughs> work on this? Look at it with the beautiful uh, Calibri font. That no, was brilliant. Oh, for God's Calibri. Did you, did you come up with that idea when you are in the spa on Saturday afternoon? Probably. I wish I could chart Joel Kane text to how warm the spa got on Friday. <laughs> Early in the day, it was 36 and a half. There was one coming through. Then it got to about 37.5. There was five texts. <laughs> By the time the spa hit 38, it was just a text. Just, if I'm having a few, just take this, please. Was it a victorious night <laughs> yeah. for the, for oh, the Kane mate, family? It was one of those days. Like, there we go. Petrarca <laughs> wins the bloody norm. Everything oh, was just going bang. What about that? Now, I said I got everything up. I was wrong because yeah. I had the bond. And at uh, half time, yeah. he was oh, even flying, money. Yeah. I thought, I'm home here. Yeah. I know nothing about this sport, but I know I'm in front. It's a good exercise, uh, whether it's Grand Final Origins, Norm Smith, just as you're watching, checking in the live betting. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a fun exercise. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right, Joel Kane. <laughs> okay, my best bet. Uh, in 2013, Michael Jennings scored a try in a winning team. Avara in uh, 2014. Curtis Scott for the Storm, Latrell Mitchell, Justin Mullen, all left centres. And I spoke about the value yes. for the left centres. I just think this kid, Matty Burton, scores. All year I could see him, that headgear crossing for a grand final try. $3.60 Panthers. I, I love that. All right. Lovely. I, I love it, Sean, when he brings evidence with him. It's like <laughs> plus the poor right of, of South Sydney. <laughs> no, yeah. That's good. That's I like right. That. I like that edge, yeah. Um, mine, as I said, I don't really have a... Uh, an edge in the match betting or the line yet. If I was to have a guess, I reckon I'm going to be on Penrith, but it'll be late. But I don't think either way you could make an argument for either teams. Either team as it stands, I'd still want to be on the under, regardless of who I'm leaning with. The the this bet almost picks itself eleven and a half points per game, conceding Penrith not really scoring that many themselves, and I don't think South's attack will will really put them under any pressure. That's a, I think that's a great bet, and go the alternates as well. Yes, the only worry. Is a 
maybe a Penrith runaway win, which we do see in grand finals Ooh. from time to time. But but, but even then, even then, they could win thirty to six, and that's a runaway, yeah. and it still gets under. True. Uh, so you've got a, just a little bit of scope to work with. Now, what I like about what we do, um, if I can give ourselves a wrap, is we are a touting service, but we don't tout everything. We don't. We're not a hundred percent gun gun home behind all our tips. When we're when we're not sure, we're honest. Right. Mm. I'm not sure about this game. I really don't. I think Penrith will win, but I I have. I can't put any best bet love behind really anything. So I'm going to put, as I said, a little bit of money on the halftime draw because I can see this game being very tight. Six all, eight all, a halftime draw. I just like the odds. Eight dollars. And it's been 45 bloody years. At some point, there's got to be (laughs) a halftime. Come on, get it home. There's got to be a... What about a halftime, extra time, eight dollar into seventeen double? That might be fat as well. But anyway, that's it. That's it's been a lot of fun. We settle on for our Clive's. We gave our roughies, but who's? Because there's double markets for the Clive Churchill. So if you had to go Clive Churchill medal into one to twelve or thirteen plus, which you can do with Sportsbet, the Clive Churchill double markets. What I'm going to go Isaiah Yo, uh, Panthers thirteen plus. Um. Well, I, and I only like him purely because of the price. As I said, I'm probably going to be on Penrith. But Cody Walker, at the moment, I think is a great bet. So, but if he's to win and South won the game. So, Walker, South won the 12. I will go just for the value, To'o into Penrith 13+. plus. Um, Cleary is the obvious standout. And that points to him 13+, plus, maybe scoring two or three. That's what I mean. And yeah. getting his customary 250, 250 metres. Yeah. And... Um, and, and and the good thing about Toto is he's good from minute one to eighty. It's not like he is explosive like Kickow. Kickow might do nothing for the first fifty minutes of the game, and you kind of notice that. Whereas Toto, you're going to notice him all game. Uh, that's it. Or if we've got to do some form of tips to say farewell, I think we've given all our tips, haven't we? So I th- against the line. Um, all right. Yes, the line. I had my producer in my ear then telling me what I've forgotten to do. So Panthers at the minus. The whole me. purpose of this podcast is for us to give tips against the line. Yeah. You know the one thing I bloody forgot to do? Yeah. Oh, was to do get that, the tip we? against yeah. the line. Yeah. Um, to me, Sean, you just who's going to win? That's who you take here in and against the line. I know it's it could be close, but a three and a half penalty for me. Um, yeah, I'm all sort of contradictions today but yeah Penrith at the line would be my tip Cody Walker Clive I'm all over the shop clean sweep Panthers you could yeah. <laughs> jeez we've got the crow music here have you got any saver bets on South you, yeah. you, you've been investing oh, I have investing I've, investing I've, investing I've been backing horses to win into the Panthers to win the comp every bet I've had all year has been to the Panthers so I have crushed and I have so got you're a bit taking fruity. The, so if Penrith win, you're taking the stuff. We're ta- yes, you're taking all but of us out. What I've done, I got a bit fruity during the week. I, I had know. a double on the Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys, to cover the line. Yeah, yeah good bet. Into the Bunnies, one to twelve. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, and you know what? So I've what got are twelve you, start. Now I've just seen the amount you put on. Yeah. What are you doing, dabbling in a sport you know nothing about? Well, it's at already, that, that's at already, that already one for me. Doesn't matter. But, That's he, not but, the he, point. But, he, but he messaged me two days ago. He said he's he's hedging on bunnies one to twelve, getting too cute. And all I wrote back was way, way too cute. <laughs> he's gone and done it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You have. I tell you what. 
Yeah, so as long as as long squeaky as bum, squeaky bum time when, right at the end of the game when South Rap you're taking us you're oh. taking the staff to Mr Wong's yeah. or uh, Rockpool does anyway, that still exist we'll see <laughs> that's it now um, uh, it has been a great year the team behind the scenes work really hard even like little things like this mm. you know that takes forever the the brackets the, the the fun lights all these little ideas that we throw up and they love. Um, getting behind it, Alex and Suze and Pete and Cam as well. And Alicia. Uh, Alicia, who's yeah. she's not here today, but no. uh, uh, she, uh, she was uh, in as well. We don't know where we're going to be next year. We're going to be here as a podcast, yes. but we don't know what location. So we might lose a few people. Um, uh, we might gain a few. We don't know. We hope everyone um, that's here today is here for episode one next year. I suggest we could do banter every week. Because I want to get paid, but um, uh, we will uh, probably talk to you early next year. But it's been a fun year once again. It's a pleasure it doing been. this. Is there a talk we're doing a one after the grand final, or has uh, that been scuppered? I oh, will see if all the best bets win, then we might come back. <laughs> <laughs> if not, I'll see you next year. Yes. All right. Been fun. And next Thank year you. we'll be we'll be we'll have freedom and. Uh, We'll be back to normal, mm. but we'll be punting as normal as well. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you, Joel. To all the listeners Thank and you. the viewers, Dan. Yes. Oh, KO. What a fun year it's been on KO, but also our audio uh, people who have been with us right from the get-go. Thank you very, very much. And uh, that is it. It's been a big 2021, and we'll do it all again in 2022. But the final words, Joel Kane. Enjoy the grand final, and most importantly, gamble responsibly.